evening, gentlemen. Well, hey there, Pamo. Excuse mm. the um, no camera tonight. I'm driving. You're not near 81, are you? I am not. I'm not, thankfully. Um, I don't even have to get on the highway for the dance drive, so. Now, you guys have, uh, I'm sure, beep. I mean, we've talked about, you know, deer. Um, but there was, just a, there was just a video of uh, an accident up 81 in Pennsylvania. In I saw street. it. And um, huge pileup tractor trailers just like slamming in each other. People on the side of the road, out their car, angry, throwing stuff. And then another car comes flying in. Almost hits dude. Um, the, the crazy thing is my parents were on 81. Not today. A few years ago, but they were in West Virginia, in <laughs> Virginia, stuck in the snow. Um, maybe even close to, I don't know, it was probably nine, eight, nine years ago. Um, and they got snowed, and they had to wait it out. And then they got off to a, the first exit and went off and you know stayed at a hotel and you know let the storm pass. Um, I I haven't really been stuck in too many snowstorms or anywhere near anything crazy like that have you guys have any experiences with driving in huge snowstorms i don't drive in them when i know it's going to be like that i stay home because i know i can't drive in it and i'm going to be pissed off if i get stuck <laughs> so one time um not too much of a big story but like you know some of the exits in baltimore are only a mile away so we have one that's cold spring lane other one, Northern Parkway, they're a mile apart from each other. Um, I met my friends as it was snowing on Cold Spring, and I went up the Falls Road, which was the surface streets. They hopped on 83 and were just going up one exit, and they couldn't even make it, make it up the exit because it had snowed so bad before they even got down there. And they were stuck. They were stuck on the highway for nine hours as I'm driving around Baltimore looking for open chicken spots. Like we, went, <laughs> we tried to drive down to KFC down like in the, it's like, you know, a little bit uh, like towards like in the middle of the city. We were like towards the North and um, like we're sliding around on the parking lot trying to drive through the snow and stuff. And uh, luckily we ended up uh, at some terrible sub shop. Um, but uh, we found food that night, not stuck in the snow like everybody else. More weather talk. Uh, Flynn will be sorry he missed it. He loves weather talk. Walk more than anyone that I know. To direct, wow, directly to the ocean. If there's one thing that Flem loves in this world, and it's weather, and he loves to talk about the weather. He does indeed. Absolutely. I don't know how many mornings he starts the chat off with what the weather's like at his house. I would set the over under at five and a half, and I think we could take the over and safely hit it. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take it. You know, weather weather talk just just slaps. You know. Welcome to post post game show. This is at Beep Count tonight. I am joined by Capo in Baltimore. I've got Pam in Virginia. We've also got Stupak in Detroit City. What's up, y'all? Hey, 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 Stupak. It's good to see you guys. Good to be seen. All right. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the elephant in the room. 
Let's do no, it. No, Dan's not recording with us. Let's do it. All right. So, as as many of you know, I love movies. I love everything about them. The pre-production, the actual movie part of itself, the actual recording of it, the, the filming, the, the movie making process, the post-production. I love all of it. So the Oscars, that's my Super Bowl. I love the Oscars. I have watched every single Oscars for probably the last 15, 16 years. Every single one of them. And last night, <laughs> not since Young Buck stabbed a dude on television has everybody been worked up so much over an an attack on an award show. <laughs> yep. You know what? Not not even that. I think the reaction was bigger to Will Smith slapping Chris Rock rather than Young Buck stabbing somebody. Well, when when did that happen? <laughs> like 15 years ago. Yeah, right. exactly. I mean, social media was in its it, it was crawling in diapers at that point, right? Okay. It, it, the only way you can get on Facebook at that point was with a, a college uh, email address. Mm-hmm. Very, very good point. Right? Very good point. Yeah. That's so, anyway, back to the story at hand. Joke didn't land. <laughs> Hands, get it? Um, I don't like Will or Jada. Everything I know about them has been taught to me against my will, (laughs) pun intended. Um, They shove their lives down my throat. This is one more instance of them forcing their lives on me. They can both go away. Did you not hear what he said? I heard what he said. It was also called a joke. And if you can't... And it's not funny. Uh Uh-oh. Meredith is here. Meredith is here for it. He deserved it. Mm. Disagree. But but did he in that? Uh, why did he deserve it? Yeah, yeah. What, why, why did he deserve it? Oh, God, Stupak, you just scared Meredith. She thought you were yelling at her. <laughs> I mean, he, he did come up with some bass in his voice there, too. So. <laughs> because he made a joke about, like, a, what did he say? He made a G.I. Jane joke, and Jada has alopecia. Yeah, you don't say that kind of joke. And when he saw that she wasn't laughing, he was like, bam. Yeah, but he laughed and then was like, bam. Yeah, <laughs> but, did, but uh, do we know that Chris Rock know that she has it? That's a, that's a great I point. I don't know that we know that. I had no idea. I didn't know. And I'm not. I mean, they tell know, everything else about friends. their lives. Well, it's not like well, they talk about their sex lives to anybody that'll listen, Meredith. <laughs> See, my whole take is, I don't know. I don't know what Chris Rock know. I don't know if they was cool before that. I don't know if they had a little beef before that. I don't know if he told them, hey, yo, don't be talking about my wife before that. I don't know. You like It's too much unknown just to judge off the what happened. You don't know if Will Smith going through something. He might be having an Antonio Brown type of where he say he ain't crazy, but he might be having a situation in his head where, bro, like, say he might be going through something. Ain't That's no true. Terror. And he also kept making you know I mean? jokes about it, like, oh, I just thought slap on He, he uh, could be having his own Kanye meltdown. Very well could. <laughs> Not compare him to Kanye. <laughs> no. Now why, I can't, can't compare we? Will Smith to Kanye West because that offended Meredith also. 
Oh boy. I mean, I'm a fan of both of them. So I like I'm biased. Like I'm just in the middle. So I don't know. Yeah. Like I say, it's just too much unknowns. And I feel like everybody else, hey bro, you should have slept dog that was with your wife. You feel me? You running up on Chris Rock. That's a little crazy. You feel me? I feel like you could have walked up on stage, whispered something in his ear, like, hey, yo, bro, apologize for that real quick. You know what I mean? And he would apologize yeah. on stage, brought awareness to this situation. You feel me? Like, that type of deal, instead of just going up there. But like I say, bro, he might be, hey, he tired. He doesn't already, his wife admitted cheating on him in public. Like, he tired of, you know what I mean? He tired of the harassment, bro. Like, everybody got a breaking point. You feel you talk about a person who hasn't had any public mistakes. In 20, 30 years on being in front of the camera, he ain't never had no Britney Spears moments, no Kanye moments. Like, he, this is like first one, you feel me? So, yeah, kind of got to cut him some slack, too. As, as somebody who's been to their fair share of WrestleManias and in the spirit of WrestleMania week, hey, Finney, um, I, I think it's a work. I think it was, uh, I think it was planned. No, this okay. Will Smith is a is a decent actor. He's not that good of an actor. Secondly, Chris Rock definitely not that good of an actor. There is no way possible that this is a work, a shoot, whatever you want to call it. This was real life. This was some actual shit. The production manager for for the Oscars, right? The the guy who's producing the entire show said that in no way, shape, or form was during Chris Rock's little set here. Will Smith's supposed to come up to the stage. That that's something Vince McMahon would say. And I, <laughs> Vince is a doddering old man. He's he's older than Greg Cody. Just no, 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 no. And and in the far, <laughs> and in in the spirit of WrestleMania week, I just need to do a, 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 a limited limited fake uh, crisps uh, uncle. Um, when I was one time at a wrestling show in North Carolina. Uh, the old guy behind me said this uh, like 25 times. If wrestling was real, if wrestling was real, just in the middle of WrestleMania month, week, month. It's a month for me. It's a week for you guys. Reek. Um Anyway, it, it was a work. No. See, okay, Gary King Moore, here's, 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 here's three things, Andy right? Kaufman 25 years ago. Yes. No, okay. no, 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 no. We're, we're about to have an agree to disagree here. <laughs> so number one, Will should not have smacked him in public, right? That's number one. You want to smack him, do it away from the camera. This whole thing wouldn't, wouldn't have been this fiasco that it is, right? Number two. What if he was yelling? Will, I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off. What if he was yelling instead of yelling, um, keep my wife's name out your mouth. What if he was yelling, meet me outside, meet me out back. Would that, would that Cash me outside. That's what he should say. How about that? How about that? Oh. How about that? Steve Martin was also a prop comic. Steve Martin, also a prop comic. Right. So right. Will Will should not have slapped him in public like that. Number two, Will should not have laughed at the joke. And number three, Chris probably shouldn't have said that joke had he known the situation. Right. We're going off the assumption that because it's public knowledge, because they're reportedly good friends. Chris Rock should have known this this information about Jada, right? If Will doesn't go up to the stage, Chris doesn't get slapped. If Will doesn't laugh at the joke, Jada doesn't shoot him those death eyes, 
and they, that makes him get out of the seat, go up to the stage, gets, uh, slaps Chris Rock. Chris Rock doesn't say the joke. Jada doesn't give him the death eyes. Will doesn't get out of his seat, go up to the stage, no slap. No slap, no cap. You, you know what? You've turned me. You, you turned me. You turned me, Beep. It, it was real. I'm, I'm on board with it being real. Those, those death eyes that she gave, when my wife saw those eyes, she's like, oh, she is pissed. And rightfully so, you know? However, I'm not, I'm not saying it's fake, but man, they would have had to pay Chris Rock a lot of money to get slapped like that in public. Exactly. And six zeros on it at least. How yep. embarrassing that is for, for Chris Rock, right? He's on stage in front of, you know, 10,000 people in, you know, in the Kodak theater or wherever they were. And how many millions of people watching around the world to have that embarrassment thrown upon you? No, 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 no. There's not a dollar amount in the world that I could have done that for. Nope, I agree. And then the second part of that is how shook he got. This guy is a professional actor. This guy is a comedian. He's used to coming up with shit right off the top of his head. And he couldn't say, and now we're going to give out an award for a documentary. Now we're going to get a, come on now. No, 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 no. That, that's real. Should have happened. Hey, because he mad as hell thinking like, man, I just don't let this dude slap me. Like, I should go down there. Like, but I just need to go to the back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Hmm. Slap talk, huh? Hmm. I think uh, I think we've hit our quota for uh Physical violence in uh, in one month. Cool. We're good. <laughs> Who's got the next lopic? Mm. Hey, I missed last week, so I wanted to say that when Allen Iverson came to the Pistons, I forgot when it was, maybe like 08, maybe. I just knew we were the eighth seed. I just knew that we were going to beat LeBron and, them, and they swept us. But I love when Allen Iverson came to Detroit. That was my one player for last week. Oh man, I oh, forgot. Future callback. That. Oh man, that was a good. What a one. great callback! Did you have any uh, different? Oh wait. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> back on the Oscars, when DJ Khaled came out at the very opening, I was like, I didn't know he listened to our show because this is tremendous. <laughs> but Stupak, did you have any uh, company slogans that DJ Khaled could say that would just make it sound even better? Man, I have to go through what I said in the messages. I forgot all the ones I came up with. <laughs> just just do it off the top of the head, man. Um, the first one I just pulled up is good. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I can't give you that uh, right now. I love that chicken from Popeye's. <laughs> yeah, that'll be dope. It's finger looking good. We're just going to drive this beat horse right into the ground, aren't we? Yes, we are. I'm thinking one of them lawyer commercials. Like 800 Figer or something. One of them insurance. If you were working with asbestos. Like one of those? Yeah, or a... Or the... uh, Or the medicine commercials late at night when they be telling you all the side effects. (laughs) Uncontrollable diarrhea. Yeah, hey, all of them. <laughs> all of them, bro. 
Eat fresh. Oh wow, that was terrible. That was that was awful. Two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, that was more like a Coach K, or like that was like a basketball coach or announcer or something. That, that was not DJ Khaled. Dicky V. Red Bull gives you wings. <laughs> a diamond is forever. <laughs> Every kiss with K. <laughs> So Pamela was in Dallas this weekend. Um, yes, she was. Yeah, we uh, we had some dinner. It was uh, myself, Pamela, and uh, and Flem. We all met for dinner. Uh, we got some some audio coming up for you. It. it uh, I hope to have it edited tonight and posted hopefully tomorrow or tomorrow afternoon. But uh, yeah. A good time right. was had by that, all. That, that's what we call a tease in the uh, in the audio business. Let's, t- let's talk customer service because I was somewhere for a friend's birthday. They had a little uh, a strip club birthday party or whatnot. So mm. I show up fashionably late as I like to do. I walk in before anything because I haven't ate all day. I'm trying to get something to eat. Hey, yo, let me get something to eat. Little strippers come up to me trying to get a dance. Look, I'm not partaking in any type of anything until I get some food. I order some food in here. We get that established. I'm talking to the waiter. She's like, all right, hold on. Talk to another waiter. they like, all right, hold on. Now, I figured out what was going on. I guess they're going through a shift change or something. But nobody took my order for food for like two hours. Two hours? I was turned I down left. like 10 left. times. You feel me? Like, <laughs> literally, like, it was crazy. We ended up leaving. I never got my order for food. Friends, friends birthday or not, two hours for food, I'm, I'm leaving. Within 30 minutes. Not going to happen. I mean, I was there for a party, so I had to, you know what I mean? Oh, no, I, I understand that. Friend's birthday, <laughs> cousin's birthday, brother's birthday. I don't get my order taken within 30 minutes. Hey, I'll mail you the gift. I'll leave my own kids' party if I can't get food. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me some of y'all worst customer ex- or customer service experiences. Well, I have a, un- a unique take on this, right? Being in customer service, being in in retail, my bad customer service is from the other side, right? It's from the actual customers that we're serving. And I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, we, I, don't, I don't want to put any of them on blast because who knows they may they may listen to the show. Yeah, so talk about somewhere where you've been a customer, you've been treated inadequately. So before uh, before the pandemic started, I had gotten a uh, Target gift card for Christmas. So I think it was like uh, I don't know, a hundred dollars or something like that. So I go and Target. And, you know, I think I got like $50 worth of stuff and I had to self check out and I, I check out and something was going on and the lady had to come over and she tells me my gift card is, is empty. I'm like, hold up. I, I just spent, you know, 40, 50 bucks. It was a hundred dollar gift card. The gift card's not empty. And she takes it and walks away. And I'm like, what the fuck it just happened? Like, this is ain't right. Like what, what is you know, and uh, I think you so got I'm robbed. Like, yeah, so I'm like, hold up. I'm like, 
give me my card. And, you know, and like, I'm making a scene and I'm like, I'm getting security over there because like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, hold up. You're not robbing me. Like, give me my card back. You don't just take somebody's card once it goes to zero. You know, some people reuse them. Like, I don't, I, I was so shook at what she did. And so the security guard comes over and he's, you know, trying to, you know, whatever, run his mouth. And I, I take the card and I have it, another lady check it at another register. And it shows that it has a balance. And I'm like, look, where's your, uh, you know, get, you know, give me your manager, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you got to go to customer service, go to customer service. And the security guard comes over trying to act all tough. And um, I can't remember what I told him, but like my interactions with security guards are always funny. Um, but, you yeah, know, just I went and got my money back because you ain't going to try to rob me of $50, <laughs> regardless if it's a gift card or not. You know what I mean? Like money's money. Um, but no, like customer service is weird these days. And I try to be nice and I try to be peaceful, but it, it gets to the point where if they're actually taken from you, you, you got to go all caring on them. Right. Like, isn't that the word you got, you got a while out, like, give me my money. Right. Like I'm not wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. Like I try to be peaceful. Shit. Like they fuck my order up or something. All right, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm not calling complaining and I'll deal with it. You know, like th- that is what it is, you know, but don't try to rob me. Chick-fil-A. Hey, I had one. We working at this job site. So we go to this gas station every day. It's a circle K. We go into it every day for like a week. The second week come. My stomach acting up. I got to go in there and use the bathroom. I'm using a bathroom. You know what I mean? Take my time or whatever. Dog come in there knocking on the door. The cashier knocking on the door. I'm like, hey, bro, I'm using the bathroom. I like the door. You feel me? He like something. So we come back. Like, hey, you got to get out or I'm going to call the police. I'm like, call the police, dog. I'm using the bathroom. Like, call them. <laughs> you feel me? Like, that ain't about to bother me. So he opened the door. You know what I mean? While I'm sitting there. And I'm like, hey, dog, what the, you know what I mean? So he like, all right, you got to go. Or I'm calling the police. I'm like, dog, I'm not moving, bro. Call the police. Like, I'm not about to get up till I'm done. So he called the police. The police come. The owner come. You feel me? Now, I had it. Oh, take because when I heard him jiggling, I started recording. You feel me? Just so they could see, like, hey, bro, I'm sitting down. I ain't do none of the dog. He came in here. Whatever. The owner watched the tape. The police watched the tape. They just was like, hey, maybe you just shouldn't come back to this store no more. So I just never went to another Circle K again. Sick. Fuck you, here. Yeah. That's all right. So you know, you know what the K and Circle K stands for? Mm-hmm. Canceled. <laughs> never going back. <laughs> Never going back now. Yeah. I, I, I ride with Stu. That's right. I thought you were going with clan because that's what it sounded like. It sounded like straight racism. Oh. Like you, you shouldn't just come back to this store anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah that was the crazy part. Because it's like, bro, I came in here every day for a week and a half. And like, <laughs> I ain't never caused no problem. No, I was literally working like right there on this tower, bro. Right next to here. You feel oh, me? Like. Man. It's nothing I did, nothing wrong, but coming here and use the bathroom. And y'all, I guess he tried to tell everybody, oh, he thought I he thought I was taking meth, bro. I don't even look like I do meth, dog. What are you talking about, bro? Like and then you open the door, seeing I was still using the bathroom and still call the police, bro. What's going on, dog? But this shit's wild. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Pamela, what what about you? Do you have any uh bad customer service um... experiences? I do. And I, 
I'm just going to say now that I did act like an asshole, but I think that they deserved it. Um, I was extremely pregnant with Vivian. Like this was a week or two before she was born. And before you even finish, before you even finish, you're, you're justified. You're justified already. While out, you're pregnant. You do whatever you want to do. You guys run the world. It's right. It's two weeks till Christmas. It's a week till I'm giving birth. I've got a three-year-old in the car. Like we go through the ATM to get, it's Sunday. We go through the ATM to get money at the bank. Um, And I didn't pull my card out fast enough after it processed. When it says, please remove card, it gave me about two seconds and then it sucked my card up. I'm like, shit. So the next day when the bank opened, I called and told them what happened and they put me on hold and the girl came back and said, oh yeah. She said, I just checked the vault. Your debit cards in the vault were open till five. You can come in anytime. Just go to the window and ask, um, ask to see the assistant manager and he can get you your card. So I go up to the bank. I go in. I ask. The guy comes over. I tell him about my card. He says, hang on one second. And he goes and gets the manager and brings her over. She says, ma'am. We don't keep cards that get stuck in the machine. We shredded your card when we opened the doors this morning. I lost my mind because it hadn't been shredded when I called, you know, an hour ago. And the girl went and looked in the vault and said it was in there. So after I called and you knew I was on my way, you shredded my card. I, I was a crazy person. I was very unkind. So, yeah, that's my story. Wow. Fuck you, Capital One. Slap it a one. Right? <laughs> oh, and that Capital One has since closed. So, ha. Capital that branch, One. Right? Capital One. That branch closed. So, fuck them. What's in your wallet? <laughs> Nailed it. Not my debit card. That shit got shredded. <laughs> oh god! I can't really think of any poor customer experience. Well, may- maybe one. So I was. It was right when we were moving out here to Texas. I was trying to cancel our our cable service because the company that we had in Albuquerque. They don't have service out here in Texas, so it should have been kind of an easy cancel, you know, get out of the contract. Hey, moving out here for work, got to cancel. I was on the phone with this company for over three and a half hours, and I got no help. So I finally went down to the store and waited in line for another two and a half hours for them to cancel my service. So that's... That's it. It wouldn't be that hard. They just flip a switch and you don't have cable anymore. Yeah. They, they were trying to say, well, do you have anyone that can take over your contract? No. I don't have anyone that's going to take <laughs> over this contract. <laughs> Hell you mean? Right. Do you want, why? Do you want to take it over for me? <laughs> My friend. I said, look, I'm moving out of the state. You guys don't serve where I'm moving. Cancel my shit. Trojan man. (laughs) (laughs) 
so I, I made a I made a joke in the chat um, about it being uh, my birthday, and we should do uh, you know a caps a birthday episode. When's your and, birthday? Uh, it's literally today. Um, <gasps> you guys. Well, thank you. But you guys, all three, literally just made this a capo episode. My Capacity. my bit my bit is, you know, everything, every story will be about me, right? Okay, I've ran that bit into the ground. Here we are. Pac tells a story, and I think as Pac telling the story, I'm like, man, I've been through something that was so similar. But I'm not telling it because I'm not going to overshadow him. I was out in far out in the county, went to an Exxon, which Circle K runs Exxon, and had to use the bathroom. My stomach was so bad, I just couldn't use the bathroom. The cashier comes and says, I'm going to call the police or the ambulance for you. And I'm like, no, fuck that. And I got out of there and left. Like, <laughs> no, I was not going to jail out in the county. One. Pam, and so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not saying anything. Pam, you bring up, oh, geez, what did I just forget that you brought up? But I had the same same uh, scenario with your story. Like, for, help me. You were 39 weeks pregnant? No. The, it was two the, weeks before Christmas so and Capital One. No, I go through. Yeah, I go through the. the I drive, go through the drive through ATM. It it eats my card, right? What was the but bank? Capital One. No, it was Bank of America. <laughs> the Bank of Kappa. So I go in and they say, oh, you need you need your ID to get the card. Well, it was in my wife's name and she wasn't with me. So like it was a big thing. I went and got her, came back. They're like, oh, we don't keep your cards. Like what? You got rid of my card after you told me to go get her? So we're two for two there, right? So I'm I'm still keeping my mouth shut because I'm not making this about me, even though I have two relatable stories to both of you, and uh, which you've just told to make it about you. Perfect. Exactly. That's why I said we're making this a capital episode because of you. All th- it, there, it can't be three. But it's for three. our fault. It's about you. Yes, exactly. It can't be three for three because because Beep can't tell a story and it can't relate to me. Although I forgot what Beep's story was all of a sudden too. Canceling my cable. Canceling your cable. So when I moved from Baltimore to Hagerstown, I tried to get my uh, Xfinity switched out. Oh, he just stopped. That motherfucker. No, it's him. Oh, that, that's perfect. That's so perfect. <laughs> the cable company just cut his Wi-Fi. They heard him talking shit. <laughs> oh, does this mean that we're not even going to be able to get a Capo's top five? Uh, spoiler alert, Capo's top five are Capo, 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 and Capo. And that's going to do it for this episode of Lauer After Hours Presents Post Post Game Show. This is at Beep Count, joined tonight by Pam out in Virginia, Stu Pock in Detroit, and I guess maybe Capo in Baltimore. We will talk to you next time. Bye. No doubt. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.